Hey, what's going on, everybody? Not only can you find Collateral Cinema on the Chill Lover radio app, which we highly recommend that you download, but we are also on the Podcoin app, where you can listen to podcasts and earn Podcoins to use to get gift cards and other merchandise, but also to donate to charity, which we highly recommend that you do as well. So download the Podcoin app, use the promo code Collateral with a capital C, and you'll get 300 Podcoins right off the bat. So you can get right to listening and right to purchasing and right to donating to charity. Once again, highly recommend that you do that. And our podcast shout out for this episode is a creepy little show called The Grave Girls Podcast. These ladies talk about the paranormal. They talk about horror movies and other such media. And they also talk about true crime every now and again. It's pretty creepy. It's a lot of fun. The hosts are really, really engaging. And we highly recommend that you check them out. They are on iTunes and wherever else you get your podcasts. Not sure if they're on Podcoin yet, but who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe they are. I don't know. And with that, on with the show. I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Robert Ortegon. I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. This is Collateral Cinema. Welcome to Collateral Cinema, the only movie podcast that matters, where we focus on good movies, bad movies, and everything else in between in the world of cinema. We're podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so whatever you have, be it dabs, be it blunts, be it joints, be it bongs, be it bowls, smoke it if you got it, especially on this occasion, because this is our the beginning of our month-long 420 extravaganza. What do you guys think? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Blaze it, guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it's Stoner Christmas, right? Stoner Christmas. <laughs> Motherfucking Stoner Christmas. You got the Christmas lights all in the studio. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, we're in a completely different place than our last 420 episode, right, Robert? Oh, yeah. Yeah, our last 420 episodes we did, it was uh, How High and both of the Super Troopers movies. Yes. yes and uh, where were y'all at when y'all recorded that? We were in our my, in my bedroom actually. <laughs> Big upgrade now. Huh? Yeah, this is a huge upgrade compared to that. It was a studio apartment loft. <laughs> it, it's a loft, bro. It's a loft. It's, it's a sweet loft. It's a carriage house. Oh, certainly. A carrot house. Carriage house. Carriage house. Oh God. <laughs> Buttercreamers. Buttercreamers unite! Oh my God, are we going to go down the buttercream gang <laughs> route? Hey, you did it on our podcast. Oh, I know that. I know that. <laughs> Well, yeah, we may as well just go ahead and get it all out in the open. Hi, we're the Buttercream Gang now. I'm not, I'm not a full-fledged member yet, so... Yeah, he, he, he's a prospect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like some energy. Do you Buttercream hard for Jesus? For MAGA? For MAGA. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this 420 is starting out well, right? <laughs> Elon Musk in it. Already. Well, we have two episodes this 420 season this entire month, and they're both going to be focused on stoner movies, just like we did last season. And the first episode is going to be on Pineapple Express. It's the 2008 action stoner comedy 
directed by David Gordon Green, who directed the Halloween remake, right? Yes, he did. That's correct. Yeah, we did that as our season premiere this season, and we had a lot to say about that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, they did a great job on that movie, and uh, who produced this movie initially, Robert? Produced Judd Apatow and Shauna Robertson. Shauna yeah, Robertson, I, I believe. Right on, yeah. right on. And it was written by Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, and Apatow, right? Yes, it was. And the production of this movie is kind of interesting. I mean, I guess in many ways they were trying to just make literally Lethal Weapon just on weed, right? Yeah, I mean, in, in many ways, I mean, this plays on a lot of different action tropes, and I mean, the screenplay is really, really stellar. It's almost Tarantino-esque in some respects, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's just uh, things are in a little bit more of a linear storyline, but I mean, the stoner elements are really interesting, as well as the action elements. Like, what do you guys think, Chancellor Brothers? Well, I thought this was a hilarious movie. I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole time, seriously. But it's yet another movie that Seth Rogen was did some sort of writing, producing, directing, whatever. You got to remember, this was like ten years ago, too. Right. And yeah. I was still in high school. We're getting out of high school. Getting out of high school. <laughs> One of the high school stoner movies for me. Like, how? yeah, this is actually the first time I've seen this movie. Oh, really? Actually, we we just watched it just now, not even like ten minutes ago, and that's the second time I've ever seen it. And it, it actually got a lot better and it was it actually has some replay value to it i mean the screenplay like i said it's really really tight it flows like thematically and dramatically rather uh, well although comedic humor yeah the, the humor is well placed uh, as well as the actual stoner elements i mean they, they smoke a lot of uh, this pineapple express throughout the entire movie right oh yeah oh man that's that, that sounds like just awesome weed <laughs> right <laughs> I mean, the the name suits the movie, you know. I mean, it, it's what it was about. It's about Pineapple Express. Yeah, that's really what tied it over. That that that's even what actually gave them away right. initially is the Pineapple Express weed. Exactly. It started the whole adventure, witnessing a murder. Yeah, witnessing a murder. It, it, it's a, it's a classic trope, really. I mean, yeah. it's a classic action movie trope. It's been used in quite a few different movies. Well, it was it was really interesting to see that because like you see a lot of those kind of tropes from a lot of movies. You saw you saw we saw the one where he uh, Seth Rogen tapes a gun to his back like a Die Hard. Yeah, that's oh, totally yeah. Die Hard. That's so Die Hard. You know, through <laughs> the air vents too. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus definitely. Christ. Isn't that the movie that started the whole air vent crawling thing? Yeah. yeah. It, it was pretty much Die Hard. Yeah, that right. doesn't work. No, it doesn't work in real life at all. You no. would just make all kinds of noise. You wouldn't. It wouldn't even support your body weight. Yeah. I think Mythbusters did a, did an episode on it. I'm sure they did. Fucking Mythbusters. Adam Savage. <laughs> Adam Savage and Jamie, what's his nuts? Jamie his nuts? White. Not Jimmy Fox. Jamie, Jamie White, Fox. right? <laughs> Jimmy Hannigan or something like that. I don't know. Please, please uh, correct us, ladies and gentlemen. That's the one thing we didn't research, I guess. Dakota. Dakota. <laughs> no. You're Why a you going to blame me for all this? No. For... Uh, Stoner buddy comedy. I was really surprised at the action aspects of this. You know, like like you guys said, Die Hard, maybe uh, definitely Lethal Weapon. I mean, it, yeah. it's a straight buddy comedy and action movie before anything else. I mean, it has that trope to a T. You have Seth Rogen pretty much playing the straight guy, and then you have James Franco being more the silly comedic character, and, that, and that's used a lot in a lot of movies. That's used a lot of 
Seth Rogen and James Franco's movies. Definitely, but also, like like I said in the aforementioned Lethal Weapon, that's pretty much that movie to a T. Yeah. You, you could argue uh, Thelma and Louise has that element to it as well. It's got that Shaun of the Dead feel, that buddy-buddy feel. Yeah, there, there's definitely a buddy element to Shaun of the Dead, and that definitely shines through in this movie. Hate to cut you off, but uh, Jamie Heineman. Jamie Heineman. <laughs> All right. We got it right. There we go. Good job, Dakota. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's just congratulate Dakota for his achievement here. My achievement. Woo! I'm checking it. Research. <laughs> Research department. That's what the best podcasts do. Of course. Mid-podcast. James Franco and Seth Rogen were supposed to play opposite characters, right? Like it was like James Franco was going to be the straight guy and Seth Rogen was going to be the stoner, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I I could see how that would have worked out. I mean, yeah. Seth, but Seth Rogen, that would have been a little like atypical for him or like stereotypical right. role for him. Right. I think he played the better like suit man, you know. Yeah. I don't think James Franco I mean, he, he's still well. a stoner, but he's more of a functional stoner. Right. Kind like, of challenged. That, oh, sorry. No, you could. I'm just saying, not that James Franco can't play any role. He could do anything. If it tell me what's so. Oh, of course. You know, but he played a stoner rather well. Exactly. He yeah. played that so well that I think, you know, Seth Rogen played the perfect character. Is inner Sean Penn Spicoli, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, it, yeah. It, he definitely had shades of that character. Definitely. I mean, David Gordon Green's directing in this movie was very interesting. His actual choices and, and the way that he made the screenplay actually kind of flow the way it should. I mean, I, I really liked a lot of his decisions and a lot of the set pieces that he set up for it. Like, to you guys, what is the most memorable, like, action scene and set pieces in this movie? I'd have to say the car chase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that was an interesting car chase. The foot through the window and the slushy on the and the windshield that looks like blood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then James Franco just jumps into the cop car. Yeah, it's like th- that's perfect, you know. Because, I mean, isn't it Rosie Perez's car? Is it that uh, large black lady's car? It was the other black, the black lady. lady. Okay, right yeah. on. And yeah, Rosie Perez was on her way, and that's who they're being chased by. The yeah. crooked, the lady crooked cop. cop. Yeah, like Rosie Perez plays the crooked cop, and. It was interesting to see Rosie Perez in a movie playing yeah. playing a role like this. I haven't seen it in a while, right? Yeah, but I mean, she was a natural in it, like one hundred percent. I mean, she she actually played a good villain. Yeah, she did. I almost didn't want to see her go. Honestly, I mean, she she's never so aggressive that it comes off as you know phony, but. You know, there's always kind of a reality to what she's doing. Right. There. She played such a good character that it was like the scene where she kisses Ted. It was like I almost didn't see that coming, you know, because like he she played her character of the not giving a crap about it and just trying to move on from it that I didn't see her falling. For yeah. This Ted guy. Yeah. She, she kind of she still has a job to do. Right. More or less. And I mean, even though it's a crooked ass job. Man, fuck the police. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that <laughs> fucking scene. Oh, wow. Well, if I gotta say that was that was probably the most memorable fight scene. That one. <laughs> oh, that, that was crazy, dude! Saul just kicks ass. Ooh. Well, let's not forget the fight scene between Seth Rogen, James Franco, and Danny McBride. Yes, that initially. was initially. Oh yeah. They sustained real injuries during that fight scene. Yeah, like Danny McBride yeah. when he got conked on the head by that bong. Yeah, that was oh, real. Oh. No, bu- that that was bu- real. He busted his phone. head. Yeah. It pretty much uh, cracked his head open. Damn. I'm surprised Damn. he didn't have a concussion because of it. Seth Rogen broke his finger. That's crazy. Yeah, he straight that. broke his finger during that fight scene. 
I mean, I don't think James Franco was injured during that scene, though, right? That not, was during not nothing. That woods. scene, the the Another chase one. scene in the woods, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs into that he's tree. The, he's the tree. Yeah, he runs into the tree, and apparently there was a nail in the tree or something, and it yeah. it tore his forehead up. That's why he has that headband on for a while. Yeah, yeah. He, he had stitches over his head. Wow. Yeah, they they had to cover it up. That's dangerous. That's yeah, I mean, he was bleeding and everything. That's what acting does. That'll it's fuck up your job. brain, dude. Yeah, I yeah. I think Seth Rogen did like ninety percent of his stunts the whole time. You know. Yeah. I mean, he did get injured a lot. It's like jackass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's still admirable. I mean, Seth Rogen, he's he's kind of gung ho with his roles like that. It's awesome of him, though. That's what I do if I was an actor. I'd do my own stunts. Oh yeah, Jackie Chan it up, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, seriously. It's like you're a stuntman before you're an actor. Ha- has Seth Rogen done anything kind of action oriented like this since then? The interview. The interview. I never really saw the interview, though. Oh, it's so great. Seth Rogen and James Franco. I mean, the Green Hornet movie was kind of cool. It was. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was uh, the lead in the Green Hornet movie. That's right. And who who played uh, Kato? Some Asian guy. Not that sure. Yeah. (laughs) Some Asian guy. Oh, that's that's wonderful. I can name. It's not John Cho. Van Williams, the old one. Bruce Lee, too. That's racist. Off topic, did y'all hear that John Cho is going to be Spike Spiegel in the Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, I saw that. uh, Cowboy Bebop. That's legit, right? Dude, you know, his parents go to our church. Yeah. That's awesome. That's fucking cool. To my family's church. He's going to be Spike Spiegel. That's fucking awesome. You two don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? No, you never even John seen Cow- you never even seen Cowboy Bebop, have you? I've no. seen Cowboy Bebop. You've seen Cowboy Bebop? How about you? I haven't seen it. I've seen a you younger than you. Yeah, whatever. God damn it! Come on, Bo. It's just Rob- Robert. I know you haven't seen it. I've seen a few episodes, but yeah. oh man, just that that theme song alone. I want to meet your parents. I just can't. I have a job. I just know they'll like you. That's all. You're great and you're sexy. I just want them to see that. Let them see that I'm sexy. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> Who's that? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Who's that? Hey, Sam, let me in, let me in. Come on up. I witnessed a murder. What? I saw you. Did they follow you here? Let's get out of here. Get the snacks, food, two roll ups. We are going to hunt these guys down. Dale, Saul, we're going to kill them all. This is so exciting. Come on! I think we should stay. Why? Because I'm in the dumpster already. We're coming at you with everything we got! You are dead! This is the dinner you invited me to. That's why I'm here. Are you high? What? No, I'm not high. You are high as a kite! Thug life. I'm calling because I love you. I'll do anything to make it work. I want to marry you. Oh, I made a mistake. I can't see. Look, kick out the window. Isn't that what they do? I think I pulled my groin. Get your foot out of there. But anyway, yeah, David Gordon Green's directorial style, I mean, it, it was really, really obvious in the, the Halloween movie. I mean, 
especially the way that he called back a lot of horror movie tropes, he kind of does the same thing in this movie in that he he brings back a lot of those classic action movie tropes and kind of builds upon them a little bit. That seems like uh, his style, more or less. Yeah. Right? I mean, I see a lot of his lighting style in that movie, Joe, he directed with Nicolas Cage. I never saw that movie like either. Right at the end. It's like, oh my God, it's almost like Mandy, too. I mean, Oh, for real? Yeah, it feels like Halloween. What do you do with the police car lighting? You know. Oh too. wow, no, no shit. I mean, you can tell it's Halloween. And that, yeah, his, his choices in lighting in that movie really added added to the atmosphere perfectly. And th- this movie, like the cinematography, it always has kind of an old school vibe to it, right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, that that kind of contributes to the action movie feel. That's, yeah, that's what I think. I could see that. It was like something out of the seventies. Yeah, it kind of has that seventies buddy action movie feel or especially like, the couches like late 70s early 80s maybe that shag carpeting especially all the interior pieces like when you go into Saul's apartment right? Right, yeah yeah and, and and also kind of the way that the story flows a little bit kind of has that vibe to it i mean going back to that screenplay you know how it flows so evenly i think it's because it's it's borrowing on the framework of those tropes and that and the genre of action itself you know it's just building upon it that's kind of how I see it, anyways. What do y'all think, mm. man? Did I did I smoke you people stupid? <laughs> no. Did we smoke you people stupid? It's four twenty. It's four twenty, y'all. It's late. It's their bedtimes. It's it's past their bedtime. <laughs> Dakota, what are you even thinking about? I'm just thinking about this movie. It's a hey, movie. you know what was crazy? I love the uh, the intro of this movie. I guess what they were doing is like. How marijuana got banned by the government. Right. You know? <laughs> Completely inaccurate to history, but it's like definitely the way a stoner would see it. Hey, this item nine makes people have too much fun. In, Ban in, it. in Ban many it. ways, it kind of reminded me of a Stanley Kubrick film that I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but I have it in my collection. It's called Dr. Strangelove. It's an all time classic satire about war in the military and everything, especially nuclear war. And it's all in black and white, and it has that kind of satirical feel to it. Like, that movie elicited that perfectly. That's funny. I was just about to say that. There's, there's a satire in this movie. There's they, a great deal did, of satire. And they did a good job with that. That's what I was thinking about. I mean, maybe satire of the action genre and also satire of stoner tropes. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. They they satirically follow the, the action film, you know. That's why you see tropes like you see in Die Hard, you know. Strap on the back, things like that. Yeah, but also, I mean, you have Danny McBride's character, which in many ways I kind of feel like he kind of stole the show in many ways. He honestly did, especially near the end there. Oh, yeah, he was just breaking out too, right? Yeah. Breaking out store. He pretty much like died how many times in the movie? At least three different times. Dude, he was shot like seven times and he should have died the first time originally yeah he was supposed to die yeah but but apparently like he was just so fucking funny that they kept bringing him back over and over again because he was just that good in that role he really was it was funny because like you know when you watch it you wouldn't think that he'd survive at the end that he'd be part of the crew you know it was just yeah you wouldn't think of the trio but it kind of threw me off but that was that was a really good one he's on the cover yeah true yeah definitely I mean, th- a lot of this movie really borrowed heavily from a particular period in action movies, especially, like like I said, like late 70s, early 80s, and maybe a little bit from 90s movies, right? Yeah, definitely. What is the one scene that y'all think probably harkens back to that era the, the most? 
I mean, I think that the car chase is definitely right. has shades oh, of that. Oh, you're right. It's got like Cadillac Coupe de Ville's all over the place right? from the 70s. I, I, I think that the climax had lots of shades of that. Do you think the car chase took scenes and like ideas from Bullet? Which we just did an episode on. Very well could have. I mean, Every, everybody does nowadays. Yeah, right. it, it, it's car that, that's, chase in cinema history. Yeah, that, it, 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 that's a pretty definitive movie right. in many ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously they're gonna they're gonna have shades of that. Everything started with bullet. Root. Oh yeah. What do y'all think about the actual interplay between the stoner movie that this is and the action movie that it is at the same time? Like honestly, I kind of feel like both elements kind of prop each other up a little bit throughout the film. Yeah. What do you think, Ash? The elements of being a stoner film and being an action film. Yeah, yeah, they they, they kind of uh, link together a little bit. You know, you know what? They, it is? they meld together seamlessly. I think I've come to expect out of a stoner film, you know, kind of I guess an overarching comedy. Yeah, but this kind of relishes in the the little interactions, the little yeah, you know, just laugh in the moment moments that you're not really sure fit in the movie like what was the point of that scene but then you know a lot of times it does come around you're right well the jacket scene where he puts the jacket on yeah on him and he uses it he uses it he call, he call back later he says i gave you my jacket when, when <laughs> uh dale puts the seth, seth rogan's character puts the jacket on james franco right Saul. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it, it, it was really interesting how franco and rogan kind of played off of each other yeah more or less i mean it very much plays on the whole straight man, funny man bit, but it kind of expands on it a little bit, you know, because, you know, technically, I mean, both of them are coming from the same place. They're both stoners. Yeah. Right. You Seth know? Rogen plays the straight man, but at the same time, he's a little socially awkward. And I think I, he I, just wants to smoke, you know? I, I think what it is is that Seth Rogen only has his shit together just a little bit more than Saul does. Right. Yeah. Just a little bit. Dale, Dale didn't. I mean, he he definitely has a job that has some steady pay. I mean, it's not a very popular job. I mean, process servers. They, I mean, they go through a lot of shit, and some of them can be kind of assholey. <laughs> yeah, some of them can be. Not all of them, but You've been served. Yeah, I mean, but it, it's it's kind of interesting that they chose that profession for him. Honestly, because it, it, it seems like just the kind of job that fits his character. But near the end, I don't know. I think that uh, he kind of grows beyond that a little bit. Yeah, I right? agree. He kind of realizes that being an asshole doing this job isn't really doing me any good. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of what it's alluding to near the end whenever he's doing the little radio bit. I mean, even though it's a little bit of misdirection, I mean, you think he's going to be on the radio and this is going to be months later, but it's actually at the diner and they're sitting there all fucked up. Yes. They're just kind of recounting what, what went on. and What just happened? You know, well, it, it, it starts off with that radio bit. Right. I was hoping from that scene where the barn blew up and all that weed was being burnt. I was hoping for a big like stoner fest of people from inflaming and uh, inhaling the flames. I the think fumes. that I think that would have <laughs> been too obvious. Right. That would have been far right. too fucking obvious. That's probably why they were so fucked up in the diner. That's probably because of that. <laughs> I mean shit, that that's how uh, that movie uh, Homegrown ended with Billy Bob Thornton. You ever remember that movie? Homegrown? No, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, we that that needs to be a future 420 movie because that, that that's kind of an underground stoner classic right yeah. and if this movie follows tropes like we were talking about i think that would have been a good one to do but i mean you know i just thought it was pretty interesting they did it in ted 2 i saw that movie oh it was a yeah. big old field of of weed that gets lit up and <laughs> oh shit well, was funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh remember. we had to do ted for one of our 420 episodes oh definitely i remember uh workaholics did a skit like that they used their chimney 
Yes. And they just put a brick in the fireplace. <laughs> they they literally made it a fucking uh, a bong in a car. They just bong. their window oh, from shit. their whole house a damn bong and just smoking under the chimney. Right? That's fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> freaking hilarious. I love it. That is fucking amazing. But this movie it actually inspired a real life strain of weed, right? That's what you were talking about. You yeah, were Pineapple Express. Pi- Pineapple Express did not, as a strain, did not actually exist before this movie. This movie pretty much brought that into the stoner lexicon, right? I wonder if that's was their overarching goal. I wonder if they could have they they planned this almost. Maybe, and I'm sure that if weed was legal at that time, they probably would have had a tie-in strain. Right, for it. right. Because remember, this came out in 2008. People yeah. would just want to buy it because of the name, you know. Based off the movie, it's got to be yeah. good shit, you know. I mean, it, it, it's the weed that pretty much it pretty much starts off all the events of this movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I expect it to be some really good stuff yeah. if you're gonna name I, it. By I that mean, hell, press, it, you know? in, in, in many ways, it's almost like a MacGuffin because it's what actually leads Ted to uh, Dale and Saul. Right. Ultimately, yeah. it's I mean, because it's the only weed in town. It's the only weed in town that one person has. You know, Saul. Yeah. He's gonna, the only one that has it. You're going to know your own product, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it all it just took was one puff of that weed, and Ted was just like, Pineapple Express. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. So it, it's very much the catalyst for everything that happens in this movie. Uh, other, I mean, in, in, in any other way, Seth Rogen probably could have gotten away with having witnessed what he witnessed. Right. Like, I mean, if it wasn't for that, they probably would never have found him. Probably no. not. Would he still gone to the cops, do you think? I think that he probably would have remembered that it was a cop that was right. He probably would have had killing. the foresight. And, and I, I think he would have just went to Saul's, got really, really high and just forgot about what happened. Just probably, tried, to, yeah. tried to put it behind him. That's what would have happened if he wouldn't have chunked that fucking that fucking roach. Should have kept the damn thing. You don't that, throw away roach anyway. Oh, they Swallow it. Automatically, <laughs> they automatically knew who he was. And yeah, since he backed in a. Uh, Rosie Perez's cup car, right, and automatically got him for like yeah, got hit him run or something. Yeah, yeah, they they pretty much got him legally, so yeah. he he's fucked there. But yeah, I mean the actual strain apparently it came out shortly after this movie when because I mean I, I think that the first legal states actually came about in 2012. Really? Yeah, that was when Colorado was first. Colorado. Uh, that's when they first became legal. I'm sure California was shortly thereafter. California mm. was quite a few years. They're, really? they're pretty recent. Interesting. Yeah. I was unaware of that. Yeah. I mean, they, they've had medical marijuana for many, many years. Right. And so I think, and I think that in, in many counties, it's actually like decriminalized. Interesting. Yeah. Which. Uh, but now, now, now it's fully legal. What's this? Dale mentions that, too. He's like, I thought this was decriminalized. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I know in like 31 states, I think it's like 31 out of the 50, it's uh, there's medical, yeah. medical marijuana use. And, and, I think and it's like how many, like 15 states now I think that it's are like, recreational? Yeah, I think it was 15 was the number. That sounds about right. That's uh, the states that have it uh, as a, for recreational use. Right. Hey, we got that CBD in Texas. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's yeah. in every state, but yeah. <laughs> but no yeah. THC. Not, yeah, not no, no THC. CBD is okay, though. It comes from yeah. California. It calms yeah. your nerves. Even my mom was like thinking about she, it. Yeah, yeah, I should well, try that. She CD. she should she should try it. Honestly, it'll probably yeah. help her out with a lot of things. Calm some nerves. Yeah, I mean they have like the CBD gummies. They have the vape tanks. They right. have all that shit. I mean, honestly, it's a whole different world now. But I personally haven't tried the Pineapple Express strain. I would like to check it out. I imagine a lot of people have named their weed Pineapple Express. After yeah, them. I mean yeah, that, no, that is kind of right. that right. is kind of the thing about 
officially naming strains. I mean, I, I don't know if there's an actual governing body for that, if there's right. like regulations for it. Yeah, it makes I wonder that too, because like you go to websites and they call it by its quote name. Like, like, like think about it this way. Like, Champagne cannot be called Champagne unless it comes from the Champagne region in France. Right. Same with uh, Cognac. It uh, has to come from the Cognac region of France. Tabasco peppers? Yeah. There's one island that it's made, uh, Tabasco peppers. Exactly. On. One exactly. singular island. All I mean, the Tabasco you, you would think that there's some type of governing body that actually determines this shit. I mean, hell, yeah. even, even the goddamn emojis, they have a fucking governing body that determines how that is utilized. You when know? are we going to do the emoji movie? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a boring movie more than it's bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't terrible. It just was kind of like, yeah. So it's one of those and everything in between movies? Yeah, that's one of the that's what that's going to be. This is gonna, that's going to be an in-between movie. I, I don't even know if I want to call it a bad movie. Yeah, it's just weird. It, it's just bleh. But anyway. Pineapple Express strength. It's pretty much the Hawaiian weather system <laughs> that... Yeah, comes in from the northwest. Yeah, that's right. It it was yeah. initially named after a. Uh, so that's where the name came from. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like uh, I mean, what do you think? I mean, mo- most of those strain names they kind of have a little bit of a metaphor to them. Like I mean, about what they do to you. What What do you think that is? Hmm. Takes you on a sweet journey. Takes you on a sweet, but how do you take a sweet journey off of a weather pattern? And that's from <laughs> that's from Hawaii too. They'll knock yeah, you on California. your knock you on yeah. your ass like the Pineapple Express. Oh my god! It's because it comes from Hawaii. Mm. Yeah, smoke that weed, be taken to Hawaii. <laughs> okay, Private Miller, you've been smoking item nine for seven minutes and thirteen seconds. We're going to ask you several questions. How do you feel? Uh, well, sir, uh, I feel like a like a slice of butter. Melton on top of a big old pile of flapjacks. Yeah. Okay, Private Miller, when you think of your superiors, what emotions do you feel? Okay, Private Miller. Is this normal? Okay, Private Miller. Okay, Private Miller. Private Miller. Answer the question. This one out, sir. Can uh, you torch me? (laughs) We'll send someone in. Holy bejesus. Private Miller, answer the question. What was the question again, sir? When you think of your superiors, what emotions do you feel? You know what, you know what problem I have with your fucking little dog and pony act you call the military? Here it is. One, lots of dudes. Where are the boobies? Two. Why are we underground right now, sir? Why can't we be out in the open? Why aren't we in a square right now? Why aren't we talking to people, letting them know item nine exists? Get it out. Shout at the rooftops. This is great. This is the bee's knees, item nine. Private, we need you to be serious. I'm serious. Your dick, my mouth. That's inappropriate.
I've seen enough. Shut it down. Bury the hatch. Sell the land. And dispose of him. This never happened. Dude, what happened to your eye? Hey, hello. Bleep, blurp, bleep, bleep, blurp, blurp. Can you guys understand me? Hey, hey, where are we going? This is General Brad. We've reached a final conclusion on item nine. Illegal! <laughs> I think we, we wanted to take our honeymoon in Hawaii, but it's expensive as fuck. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Maybe we'll just I go imagine. to LA. Los Angeles. You know, uh, Michael Cornwell was here earlier. Uh, yeah, he couldn't I, make it. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, he oh, had yes. to leave. He dipped right, out. His fault is that? Time schedule. <laughs> yeah, Dakota. Yeah, Time but he had said something about this movie. He was like, before, because I, I had I'd only recently seen it a few minutes ago. This is my first time seeing it. I loved it. But um, he had said something like, yeah, this movie's about a uh, train being chased by a pineapple or something <laughs> like that, you know? And, oh, uh, it was just funny. Because of the Pineapple Inn Express. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, funny. right. That was funny, dude. No, it was funny. So James Franco's character, he, it's a pretty classic stoner character, but he, he kind of made it his own, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, what 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 other characters do you think he has shades of Robert when it comes to like stoner movie characters I mean th- he, there's a pretty long pedigree when it comes to that right well, stuff out of that 90s that Slater character out of well, what was that with Days and Confused Days right? and Confused yeah that's yeah. where it starts of course Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont yeah, High right? great great movie I mean I, I, I definitely see a lot of similarities between Saul and Spicoli more or less a lot of Sean Penn right a lot of Sean Penn I mean, also, I mean, I like to think that there's maybe just a tinge of Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Well, I, I'd like to feel just, like... Just, you know, maybe less of an asshole. Yeah, no, you're right, yeah. You know? I mean, I, I like to feel like we've all had, like, a friend like that, at least, in high school, at least. Yeah, that, but... That I, relates to his character, you Yeah, know? yeah, like, Saul is more of a straight-up bro, in many respects. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. And James Franco, you know, regardless of, I don't know how he is as a person, I've never met the guy, but... He's such a fun actor. I mean, I remember ever since the original Spider-Man, James Franco as Harry Osborn. Yeah, that, yeah, right. <laughs> I just Harry keep Osborn. seeing that all, every yeah, time I see a, his face. From Spider-Man. You, you know what this movie kind of makes me think of? What's that? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Really? It, it gives you that feel of these two guys, you know, <laughs> and then people just keep dying around them. Like he, he first yeah. witnesses it, it, Yeah, in spite of what they do or don't do. Exactly. And then they get, just go hey up, and they're like they they get this triumphant moment where they're like okay we have to kill yeah. these people or they're gonna it, kill us. It, in many in many ways there is kind of a predetermined feel to the events of Pineapple Express. Like right. it, it, it feels kind of faded in many ways. Yeah, I feel you. You know, kind of like in The Hangover. Like that's actually a movie I think you can kind of make some parallels between. You I know? see what you mean. It's kind of like what's going to happen next with all this shit happening around it, us. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just don't really know what's coming up next because, I mean, the events are just so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, there is kind of a craziness to this event. I mean, they, they pretty much get caught up in a fucking mob war out of nowhere. All, all because of the fucking joint. Not only that, <laughs> but they are the ones who prevailed in it all. Yeah. They, they strangely <laughs> prevailed there. The only ones that prevailed. Yeah. The only ones that came out of that alive. Honestly, they took down two mob bosses. I mean, they should be proud of themselves. See, that's why I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I know that James Franco's Bubby comes and picks them up, but I'm not entirely convinced that they're all alive in that scene. <laughs> I think that that's some that they're pretty much like in some type of purgatory or they're just like they're in the middle of their death throes or something like that. Do you that. think they... Uh, Somewhere in the afterlife. Yeah, do you yeah. think they pulled a lost on us? 
spoilers. I don't, I don't, I don't know because if you look in that scene, it's interesting. I mean, they're all just completely fucked up. Right. I mean, Seth Rogen is bleeding out from the ear. Dan McBride's character should da- be James dead Franco should have been <laughs> dead. I mean, that the the percussion from that uh, blast should have fucking killed everybody. Yeah, you know? no, exactly. I mean, and there's there's just no way around it. Right. And then just the absurdity of Red coming back the a Danny third time. Danny McBride, Again, like just out of yeah. nowhere, out of after the goddamn building just blew up. Honestly. For all intents and purposes, they are dead. They are dead. (laughs) They've already died a few times, whether it's figurative or metaphorical or even literal or some sense. I'm not really sure. That's what I'm trying to figure out here. I mean, I like I like the feeling of them teaming up at the end, though. I liked it too. You know, stoner comedies always go overboard. They always, yeah, but I mean, out of reality, just notice that they're going. That they're just now realizing that hey maybe we should go to the hospital. Yeah. Like how do we know that they make it to the hospital? We don't know anything. We don't. What we don't if they know go to jail? We knew the cops were after them. But well, I mean, what what if they're just the not even alive at that moment? What? Yeah, I like to think so. I mean, they were planning on a Pineapple Express sequel. That is true, but I don't <laughs> know. I mean, I, I I guess in some ways I'm trying to make the theory and try to make it work somehow. Because I, I find that to be kind of compelling. If I mean, yeah, it's a little cliched in some ways, but We're I mean, it, it, yeah, it kind of fits though, to me at least. I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but I guess I'm just gonna be that guy. Conspiracy <laughs> theorist. God damn it! Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Fucking hey, shit. by the way, everybody was not dead the entire time and lost. That that's not how it worked. Not quite. They all died at different parts in their lives, and oh, then okay. they gathered in the afterlife, which was the flash sideways. Yeah. I don't know. Lost was weird. I didn't watch all of it, but I got that part. <laughs> yeah. Lost spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we gave gave to you. Ah, it does say in big capital letters, spoilers. Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we, no, nobody's expecting spoilers for Lost. I mean, I know it's been around for a while, and there's really no excuse for not knowing what happens, but, <laughs> you know. Well, you, you can cut it if you want, but I don't care. Oh, oh I'm, I'm going to keep it in. It's just that I think maybe on the show notes we should say something about it. It's named Code Dumbledore. Oh my god I'm going to keep that pause in there as well Because that was perfect (laughs) perfect. God damn it I know I got no reaction from you guys I felt upset about my joke I thought it was funny funny. You're an actress guy Who who did you see here You were intently watching this by the way After having delayed us And making us watch (laughs) the movie again Which is no problem It's a fun fucking movie But we lost Michael Cornwell as a guest host Because of it Anyway You were focusing pretty intently, and I know you you have a thing with actors. Anybody you recognize? There were too many guest stars in this movie, honestly, besides your 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 main few, which was well, you know Danny McBride, James yeah. Franco, Seth Rogen. I mean, there wasn't there. I mean, wasn't he Rosa? Well, uh, actually, you you want to know who th- who the uh, main villain Ted was? That was Lumberg from Office Space. Really, I haven't seen that movie. Gary, I haven't seen Office Gary Space. Cole. Yeah, actor Gary Cole. Yeah, he. I, I'm pretty sure he was Lumberg, right? Yeah, Office Space. Yeah, he, right. he was. He was Lumberg. It was in those uh, Brady bunch. Yeah, skits, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brady yeah, sequel, right. a very Brady movie or something. Right? Uh, something. Who, who did he play in that movie? He's the father, right? Oh shit! Is, is he Greg Brady? Mike Brady. Mike Brady or the, whatever. The father, the architect, right? No shit. He he actually played Mike Brady. Yeah, remember those shows out of the, the yeah sixties. You never seen the Brady Bunch? Yeah, I've, I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. It's I, like I, the story. Five seasons, yeah. 
God damn it, I'm old. <laughs> I yeah. guess. I guess I'm old now. So I, I, I remember when there were still syndicated episodes uh, during the late 80s and early 90s of uh, Brady Bunch. That, that's yeah. actually what led to the actual movies being made. Nick at Night. Because they, they were still successful in syndication for many years. So they made a movie in the 90s, which was just the goddamn Brady Bunch being the Brady Bunch, but in the 90s. Oh, so there's like right. sunny 70s uh, optimism versus 90s hardcore grunge cynicism. Was it good or was it shit? It's weird. It's, it's funny. Dude. <laughs> it, yeah. It's weird to me. Did they, did they see, use the same cast from the TV show or what? No, they they, they uh, cast different people. So it was a totally Alice, cast. Alice and the mother come back, though. Oh, the yeah, that's mother. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come back for cameo. But Ben roles. Stiller's wife, you know, is Marsha, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> Fucking a. So, Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, James Franco, David Gordon Green, Judd Apatow—they made quite a few movies together and in various permutations, right? Yes, they have. Like Danny McBride and David Gordon Green, of course, did the Halloween remake, which right. we have a full episode They're on. We highly recommend you download. <laughs> we highly recommend it. Please download that. Yeah. That was very interesting in his directorial choices. You know, how how, he, how the uh, story actually came out in that one. Number one in the box office overnight, baby. That was really cool, man. And also, they did the Alien Covenant movie, right? Yeah. Yes, I, did. I never saw Alien Covenant. Have you guys seen that movie? I haven't. Um, No, I... I don't remember. Have oh, y'all seen aliens. any of the Aliens movies? Yes, I've, I've, I've seen, seen the original. I've, I've seen brief pieces of the whole series. You got you got to see the sequel, man. I saw like, Aliens is fucking a, fantastic. Yeah, Alien, Aliens, Alien Three, Alien Resurrection. I have all four of those movies. Where's so. you said? Where, where does Covenant take place? Like? Covenant is supposed to be like a kind of a after Prometheus, right? Yes, I'm glad it you came said that because I forgot that. Yeah. Right after Prometheus, pretty much. Have you seen Prometheus? I saw yeah. Prometheus. That, that, I saw that one that's, too. That's the prequel to the entire Aliens franchise. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. That's yeah, where I it starts. That. So, yeah. you were talking about Seth Rogen, James Franco, Danny McBride. They did This Is The End. This Is together. The End. Oh my God. I love that movie. Yeah, that has like a whole. Uh, has a lot of people. about celebrities. Jay Baruchel. Yeah. yeah. Jonah Hill. Like Michael Cera's in all there. The, all, the all the super. Yeah. Emma Watson. Emma is Watson is great in that movie. Jesse Eisenberg in there, or uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is in <laughs> it. Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. They're literally called as themselves. Channing Tatum. Yeah, as themselves. All, they all play themselves. It's so hilarious. Like like when it's Danny McBride is kicked out of the of the house. Yeah, and he ends up like the head of a cannibal clan, <laughs> and he's Channing Tatum is his bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, I love it. I love that shit. And the, and the ending whenever they're being raptured. Oh man, that's that's a future episode because that is just such a fucking great self-referential movie. And of course, you can't forget the disaster artist. Oh, of course, man. I mean, that that's mainly just James Franco and Dave Franco, though. I believe Danny McBride did a part in that. Did he? I saw his name uh, on his IMDb. It shows he's in the beginning disaster artist. when he's talking oh, that, about. Oh, that, that's right. That's he's talking right. About the well, room. Like Kristen Bell. That's too. right. He was as himself. Yeah, yeah that, right. that was with Judd Apatow and. Uh, with Kevin Smith and all them. Yeah. yeah, he was as himself. That's right. I remember. Yeah, that. that was that was fucking cool, man. Straight up. Of course, how can we forget Super Bad? Oh, oh yeah, that's the ultimate. That was another Apatow film. 
like Michael Cera and Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen and Bill Hader. Like, which by the way, we forgot Bill Hader has an appearance in this movie at the beginning. In the beginning, during yeah. the Doctor Strangelove-esque scene. Yo, Saturday Night Live. I keep thinking keep. of Benedict Cumberbatch when you say Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Doctor Strangelove is fucking fantastic. <laughs> you you motherfuckers need to see it. It was originally supposed to end with a pie throwing fight. <laughs> it's fucking great. What's that guy's name? Banana Boat Cumberby. Oh my god. <laughs> Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch. Blueberry cupcake? Blueberry <laughs> cupcakes. Chocolate cupcake. <laughs> what? V- vegan chocolate cupcake. Anybody? Thank you so much for believing me, ma'am. Thank you so much. Well, I tell you this. I bet I get to the bottom of it. I take this badge off and get to the bottom of it. I don't work for the law. Okay, the law it. works for me. I promise you. I've been smelling okay, something in this department for a long time. A bit, and I'm going to get to the bottom okay, of this shit. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. What the hell was that? Oh, what is that? No, 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 what are you doing? Saving you, amigo, don't worry. Freeze, goddammit, don't you even think about it. Stop this car. It's the old fashioned escape mission, buddy. Now, stop this car.
I think that agenda. I'm just I, I think that I'm just that stoned. I'm vegan high. I'm ready we're, to. We're, we're tired of your vegan agenda, Bo. Uh, I don't give we're, a fuck. We're if you're throwing tired. you out of here. I yeah, don't give a fuck if you're tired of my vegan Robert? agenda. My vegan agenda is what's running this show. <laughs> Robert, no, 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 are no. you in? We're gonna run. We're gonna run Collateral Cinema in Collateral Gaming without its producer. Oh, yeah. what the fuck? We're gonna use. Voted you off the island. Oh, what the fuck? No, the we haven't even. We, we haven't. We haven't <laughs> even gotten to the, like the Suicide Squad episode. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Suicide, Suicide Squad one is gonna be brutal. Oh, can't wait to talk about the Joker's car in that one. Yes, twenty-two. Well, that's the only thing you want to talk about in is the I was Joker's car. Waiting for it all year. That's funny. Before the movie came out, I was like, oh okay. God. That fucking movie. Like, that oh car God. was made in somebody's garage. Just oh my a, a God. kit car first. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We'll get to that in Crazy. Squad, yeah, we'll get into that as soon as oh that happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> Season three, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a shit show. Stay tuned. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <laughs> stoked to be a part of Collateral Cinema and, you know, doing season three, picking our movies. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? The fact yeah. that Ben Affleck is Batman. What is everybody yes. think? <laughs> Bat- 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 oh god. Batflick. <laughs> Batflick. I'm excited to do end game soon. Or in in movie. Yeah. But it's any but anyway, how about that movie Your Highness? Oh, there's a funny movie. It's, yeah. It's that has D- D- Danny McBride is the lead in that. It has Natalie Portman, right? Natalie Portman's in there. Wow, who else is in that? Like isn't isn't Peter Dinklage in that movie? Oh, Peter Dinklage, I love him. Isn't he he in that movie somewhere? I'm so I don't remember that. He's like a dwarf or something. Yeah. See, Peter Dinklage. I'm sad that he stopped voicing Destiny. He was the voice of the ghost in Destiny, and then they like re re changed all of his lines with some other dude, and it was upsetting because I liked hearing Peter Dinklage's voice. Wow, no shit. Yeah. That sucks. Oh man, they got rid of Peter Dinklage in Destiny. That was the worst part. It was. What the fuck, man? I know. How do you get rid of Peter Dinklage? Yeah, he's a fucking legend already, man. I mean, Amen. Seriously. And you know what? You know what? He's vegan. Yeah, whatever. He is vegan. Ha! He was pretty badass in Infinity War. Ha! That was one of the funniest cameos. He had a cameo in Infinity War? Yes, yeah. he did. Oh, I want to see it. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, yeah that, saying, that's awesome. We got to go watch Endgame together. I have a feeling we'll be seeing him again. We got to tie that Endgame. in somewhere. I have okay, okay, plot twist. He's going to play Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck? <laughs> no. Dude. Howard the Duck is great. He, he should be in Endgame, though. True. Wasn't Howard the Duck like a little Easter egg in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Yeah, in the end credit scene of the first one. Just as long as there's duck tits, I'm fine with it. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah, duck tits. Duck but tits? That's all I got to say about the original Howard the Duck is duck tits. Okay, you fucking vegan. Duck <laughs> tits. Yeah, I guess save the animals. I, yeah. yeah, save the animals. Fuck them too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'm I'm, s- I'm slowly turning into a vegan furry. I'm gonna start uh, looking at furry porn. God, you want to go to zootube365.com? <laughs> I don't know. That that doesn't sound kosher at all. That sounds like bestiality shit. Oh god. Yes, that's what we're accusing you of. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I, I remember. Is a miss, dude, th- this is how fucked up like internet on the '90s was. Man, you you just went on a, even just a normal fucking porn site, and there'd be fucking. Pop up ads for like fucking bestiality porn. God, oh, and this yeah, was on. It. And this was on the clear net. This wasn't even like dark net or anything. Well, now, now, every, now everything's step family and porn. Okay, ah, uh, yeah, seriously. Well, why is <laughs> or, or Overwatch? Why or, is bestiality porn legal? It's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. That's animal it's, abuse. It's horrible. It's cruelty yeah. to animals. Cruelty to animals. Evidence of a crime. All that stuff. Fuck that. Animal can't give consent. Yeah, they Ani- can't give consent. They don't much. give consent for being killed and eaten. Animal rape. Well, 
Well, you Assholes. know what? It tastes good. <sighs> Them wings, right? With Just like your mom last night. Buffalo sauce. Ooh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. with this movie, we can make jokes like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, okay. Y'all motherfuckers seen Observe and Report. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, I have. I've seen that. It's a great movie. It's a great movie? What, what's that movie about? About mall cops, mostly like a... Paul Blart mall like, cop? Almost like that. <laughs> you know? Two cops, I guess, doing drugs, too, all day, puffing pills and drinking. Yeah, but I mean... It, doesn't Seth Rogen kind of play almost like a Travis Bickle type character? He is kind of like a bipolar schizophrenic character, yeah. Oh, shit. So he has, like, legit mental problems. Yes, the, he does. His character does. Yes. Holy shit, man. So but it's kind of a dark movie. I almost think he's kind of mentally retarded, but it's hilarious. That's Holy funny. shit. Damn, I mean, I've never seen that movie. But, I mean, oh, I, I, I do I have just, that. I just kinda, I just kind of know about it, you know? I do have that movie. It's, it's great. Seriously? Yeah. Bring it over. It's probably a movie that's nearly almost ten years old too. Just like this one. Yeah. Of course, I mean we can't mention Seth Rogen without mentioning Knocked Up. Yeah, that, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> or or even the Forty Year Old Virgin. That one launched his career, right? Jeez. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that pretty much, yeah, that straight up kind of made him. Uh, he was a stoner character in, in that film too. right? Yeah, he was. I mean, he he was going to be typecast a little bit, but I mean, I think the Pineapple Express is just kind of what broke him out of that. Like, like I said, he was still a stoner, but I mean, he's a stoner that's a little more put together than Saul is. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, if you want to talk about what Seth Rogen's doing now nowadays, at least a functional stoner. Oh yeah, yeah. with with the job, right? he's far more functional than Saul is. Jesus, right? And if you want to talk about Seth Rogen, like nowadays, he's and obviously he did the Disaster Artist, twenty sixteen, right? That was about a twenty seventeen film, right? Twenty seventeen. Um, disaster Artist was twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, and then he also did this thing for Netflix, this like stand up comedy thing, hilarity. Really? You may have seen it. Uh, he actually. Brought in Post Malone to see go that one. What? It was actually a really funny oh my God. little skit. It, it was it was like a skit, but he was funny. It was funny as shit, bro. It was really good. I would I recommend y'all watching it. That's cool. That's cool. And also, we gotta go back with what started it all, as far as Apatow and Rogan and all of them are concerned. Uh, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Oh, Freaks and Geeks. James Franco's character in that was. Oh And, and Seth Rogen. Same and director. James Franco. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. I mean, that was a classic series. I remember they were playing it on G4 for a little while. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's where I actually caught up with that. I caught up with that and Arrested Development. That's a, that's pretty much how I uh, actually watched that show. Jason Bateman film. Oh, man. TV show. <laughs> Th- those original seasons, god damn, that's some funny shit. And it, it's kind of like good pre-workaholics humor. You know, when I think of Freaks yeah. and Geeks, I just think of the, the theme song, The Bad Reputation. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's so funny. I love that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. But anyway, let's go ahead and talk about what we're doing this 420, y'all. Like, what are y'all, what are y'all plans? What were y'all up to? Well, I'll tell you what. With Collateral Gaming, we have our very own 420 episode we're releasing on 420. And awesome. that's going to be on uh, Zelda CDI. Fuck yeah. Which is uh, Link the Faces of Evil and Zelda the One of Gamelon. Yeah, I so just set up the emulator on my computer. We've been stoked uh, ever since we were thinking about doing that for our 420 episode. See, we were ready to announce that to the world. Not only do I remember that game on CDI, I also remember watching the Angry Video Game Nerd episodes on that shit. <laughs> yeah. And, oh my God, it's like, that shit is just so broken. <laughs> it's such a broken ass game. How, how does that even work no man's got or uh sorry uh fucking 
<laughs> so 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 what's y'all's favorite video games to get high to and talk about? You know? Like I said, Zelda City actually is perfect for that because you have to get blazed as fuck just to enjoy. Right. Yeah, for sure. How how about just in general? Um any butt killing games, first person shooting. Yeah, so like, I used to play like Fortnite, you know. Back in the day, Minecraft. Minecraft is good. Yeah. Yeah, I played that with him. And No Man's Sky, the game we just we just uh, uh oh yeah made to play did our episode home. on. That is really fun to just fly around in space. We will play some when we get home. Definitely. I've been playing a lot of retro games when I get high because I, I, yeah. I'm a straight retro gamer. That, right. That's kind of where I come from. For me, like games pretty much end at PS3. <laughs> like pre- that's fair. pretty much, that, that's pretty much where gaming ends for me. Well, hey, I want to like, make sure we have enough retro games in our lineup. Oh, certainly. So, so suggest some stuff for us, bro. Yeah, well, we I know, have. I know that y'all are doing Earthbound. I've been playing through that a little bit. We're gonna do it. Earthbound at some point. That's, that's in our list. Good stuff. Fucking, of course, all the all the Mario games. Right, of course. Sonic games are still difficult for me. Uh, I never was a big fan of Sonic. I was always a. Uh, You're always Nintendo Mario. Yeah, I was always a Nintendo guy. You know, I've always liked like the idea of talking about an arcade game, like an old one. Like oh, I, I Galaga or something. I'm, I miss arcade. Oh, man, I miss yeah. arcades so much. I remember getting high and going to the Nickel Arcade, pr- mm-hmm. bringing like ten dollars and just having a fun night. Right. Well, you could like you could look at these arcade games and they didn't they weren't that difficult to build. You know, you can no. kind of see, but you can tell that was the pinnacle of gaming that's what started it all it you know? was and we, i could talk about that you know I, there's not much gameplay but i could still spend a mini episode talking about that Just easily talking about old school arcade games like for instance area 51 right all the mortal Kombat and tekken oh, games right. the street fighter games fucking uh, battle toads capcom versus pretty much any of the capcom side-scrolling uh, fighters that were based on any type of IP, like The Simpsons or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Remember or that uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day game, dude? Oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. That was great. Oh, Art, man, that, that was fun. Or Revolution X. Yeah. Yeah, the Aerosmith game. You remember that? I mean, you had like a CD launcher. It literally oh launched goodness. CDs as your <laughs> enemies. Jesus. And you had to like uh, rescue uh, the members of Aerosmith, like Steven Tyler, Joe Perry. That's hilarious. That yeah, I think the closest thing to retro we're doing this season is, is Zelda CDI, and All the right. next season we're doing Majora's Mask. That's pretty retro. That's yeah. Nintendo sixty four. N- N- Nintendo sixty four. I'd love to do like Conquest Bad Fur Day also. Dude, oh, yes. oh yeah, fuck yeah, man, <laughs> fuck yeah. Who can find it online? Right on, on eBay. Yeah. But how about movies, man? What's y'all's favorite movie to watch whenever you get stoned? What's always kind of a standby, mm. other than like stoner movies, you know? Mm. Like, what 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 do you think? Like for me, Conan and I love the MCU. I mean, yeah, that's so so anything Marvel would be a good stoner. Anything Marvel, yeah, yeah I'd put on you know old, old Spider Man. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, Sam Raimi. I could do Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. For, for me, it's usually like cheesy 80s, 90s action movies like John Woo films. Right. Oh, you know what? You, we got to put on like a trauma film. Oh, I got I got. You guys got to show me like uh, Nukem tons, High. And tons of- oh, are you, are you sure that you can handle Nukem High? Class well, I can Nukem handle Hectic High. Knife, so. Oh, yeah, but you think Hectic Knife was crazy. Class Shit. Class Nukem High, baby. Class of I, the first one. And then, like, uh, all the Toxic Avenger movies. Oh, the first one's great. Or Beware Children at Play. <laughs> oh, man, Troma is fucking great. It, can't can't oh. wait to show you motherfuckers that shit. <laughs> this is, like, the apex of the vortex 
of joint engineering. It's rumored that M.M. O'Shaughnessy designed the first one, the guy who uh, designed the Golden Gate Bridge. Of course, of course. My second favorite civil engineer behind Hans Carl Bandel, Madison Square Garden. What you do is you light all three ends at the same time. Really? And then the smoke converges, creating a trifecta of joint smoking power. This is it, man. This is what your grandchildren are gonna be smoking. Future, the future. That's amazing. Well, got the weed yeah. in the bag. Beautiful, okay. Be careful with that thing, man. Here's the cash. Grab the stash. All righty, man, thanks. Have a good one. Don't hurt yourself. Adios. Hey, wait a minute, man. Let's smoke this fucking thing. I really, I can't, man. I gotta... I can't even light this thing on my own. Yeah, I need your help, man. I'm in. Come on! I'm in. Why not? Oh, Let's do yeah! It. Yeah! <laughs> Why not? What do I do? Okay, here's what you do. You equip yourself. I'm equipping. Okay. Equip me, now, sir. Now nice. Go. Okay. You are going to light these two ends okay. while I light this end. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Blast off. Sometimes we're higher than the crossfit and the pineapple express, man. You're like totally fucking gong show, man. But also, I mean, I like watching good old fashioned horror movies when I get stoned. Like just good 80s. Sl 80s slasher movies. Yeah, I like 80s slashers, man. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, seriously, just some Friday the 13th, some fucking even even kind of the one-offs, you know, like Chopping Mall. Yeah, low budgets, it, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, seriously, right. Intruders, which we're going to be doing later this season. <laughs> you on. must be kidding. Oh, we are <laughs> totally going to do it. <laughs> and, and honestly, it relates to our experience because it all takes place at a grocery store. I was just doing the Tommy Wiseau quote. Tommy Wiseau quote, do another one. <laughs> what a story, Bo. Yeah, story, yeah, it is, it's quite a story, right? It's a great story. You know, another movie you have to be stoned for is Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that you, you just gotta be fucking blitzed for that. You have to. That's the only way to actually follow the world in that movie. And then there's movies that are just so hard to follow if when you're too stone. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. mean, last time we we had a difficult time with Bullet. I mean, we were just analyzing the cinematography. I know. You're right. That's what we were, we're too doing focused. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Not really more of the story. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the story for for what it was was interesting. Yeah, but no, I mean, I good. mean to to me, I mean the actual production of the movie kind of overshadowed it. A yeah, bit. by oh, a lot. Yeah. yeah, that Mustang, that green. Yeah, 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 Mustang yeah. Alone. Yeah, but I mean that was still an interesting movie to do, and I'm glad we did it. Stephen Queen, one of his best. It was. It was. Robert, what's some of your what's some of your other favorite stoner, or or should I say, movies that you like to watch when you're stoned? Or better yet, how about television, guys? What do y'all? Watch when you're stoned and you want to watch some TV. Lately, it's been The Blacklist. Oh, yeah? What's that about? 
Oh, it's a good show. It's like it's about like this criminal mastermind who ends up making a deal with the FBI. Oh wow! So that he can like, help them find other criminals, so he can expand his criminal empire. It's actually really cool because you wow. really like sympathize with the character and you understand that he's actually doing things for good. I don't know, and you start to like it, but he always has his secrets. It's a good show. I'd recommend it. Damn. Wow. And it plays out just like any other like uh, criminal show, you know, cop show where you, you have an investigative case and you go after them. But yeah, they have such yeah. a good story that goes with it. I, I really appreciate it. For me, anything Adult Swim is fucking primo. Oh, of course. Anything Adult Swim. Like, I, I remember back in the day, I used to just binge the entire fucking block like twice over. That's, oh how, that's how stoned I would get. I would just smoke blunts and fucking just watch that shit. You know what? You want to talk about a show? Cartoon, Tom and Jerry. You, you want to talk oh, about? Fuck Jerry. yeah, man! You want to talk about what to watch? High, fucking like anime, man. Watch like your favorite anime, like the one you've yeah. seen like dozens of times, but like still give you surprised by the fucking fights. Oh fuck, man! I mean, I remember <laughs> one one night, my brother and I, we were we were held up in this uh, cottage back here before it was full of a bunch of shit, and we had a TV up in there, and we just spent a night with like a twenty four pack of Miller Lite. Like a couple of ounces of weed and a bunch of blunts, oh and God. we we binge through the entire Cowboy Bebop series, mm-hmm. the entire series from episode one to episode twenty five. I believe it. Yeah, it, it it was literally like daylight breaking when we finished. That's crazy. Oh, it was a fun night, dude. We we also watched the first three volumes of Death Note. Oh man, that's another good stoner. Anime, yeah, honestly, Death Note. Because Death Note. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I could pay attention to Death Note. No, it, 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 no, it's actually really conducive to stoner rewatching, you know, yeah. because it's just there's just so much over the top shit going on in that anime. Right. There's just so much going on. Period, though. That's such a complicated plot. Yeah, but just the characters themselves and the whole interplay between L and Light. I mean, it's very, very fucking yeah, like intense and over the top, and honestly, sometimes hilarious. Quite <laughs> frankly. And then Ryuk, of course. I mean, he's just like in the background, just fucking around. If there was anything good about that English, the American movie of Death Note, it was Willem Dafoe as Ryuk. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I could totally see Willem Dafoe as Ryuk. That's yeah. that's primo. I But I never saw the live action, you know. Eh, it was okay. It, it wasn't horrible, but, you know. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't. I, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't see it. Yeah. I, I did see the live-action Japanese version, and to me, they nailed L a little better. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of the clips from those. Guys, Yeah. okay, we're stoned as fuck. We are stoned, and we're going on tangents about anime and shit. <laughs> I think we've already pretty much finished talking about Pineapple <laughs> Express. I mean, what, let's go ahead and go into our final thoughts on that. Uh, let's start with Robert. What are your final thoughts on that? Like, do you have any other like trivia to add to it? Like, uh, what what else can you say about the production of this movie or the? You want story? me to give it a rating? Like, out of we're, five we're or not ten? we're not rating it. Just no. give me your thoughts on it. Um, you know, I, I think it's you know the classic, uh, buddy stoner movie that everybody should put on every once in a while, kind of like fanboys, you know. Yeah, fa- fanboys is in and of itself kind of a stoner. I mean, movie. it kind of grows on you. And when I first saw it. I was still in school, so that that was a thing to watch. I mean, Superbad just happened first, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Superbad was such a fucking cultural force in its own right. It, it was a very original movie, and it, it did kind of lay the foundations for 
a lot of stuff Express. really everybody's yeah. community humor really for sure yeah it, it pretty much changed humor overnight changed, changed the game just that yeah disgusting it, 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 it laid, and it totally laid the groundwork for a pineapple express to work mm-hmm. right you know yeah but i mean yeah it's a quintessential stoner buddy movie i i totally agree there how about you ash uh i i'm a huge fan of the interplay between seth rogan and james franco and everything they do i mean the interview is easily one of my top five favorite movies easily and and this one just brings everything that i love about that fully forward plus you've got just the explicit overarching narrative involving the pineapple express weed you know yes. and even that that intro segment is just really funny because it's completely out of place if you think about it in, in regards to the way the rest of the plot goes yeah 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 it's, it's almost non sequitur the whole way. movie is i think you it know, is kind of non sequitur yeah. the narrative flow is it's just a fucking couple guys getting high you know it's just life yeah but i mean there it, it it's literally just two normal stoners just thrown into an extraordinary situation yeah and unlike other stoner comedies like how high where it, it's just completely over the top and no there's no rules to the universe this one takes place in reality and yet it's just such a crazy adventure. Yeah. And yet it still follows most of the action and stoner tropes to a T, but like we said, it just kind of expands on them. It kind of takes it takes them in a different way, especially as far as the screenplay is concerned. Yeah. How about you, Dakota? Oh, I thought this movie's hilarious. I I this is my first time seeing it right before we recorded this and yeah, yeah. I'm still thinking about it. It's it's funny, you know. It gives us an excuse to to make dick jokes. You know, <laughs> even well, more, even more so than Superbad, right, Robert? Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen Superbad. I haven't seen Superbad. Oh, I do God have that movie too. I got it. Man, are we just gonna have to do a special episode on that just so y'all could watch it? Maybe, maybe a commentary or something. The Michael Sarah humor, the Jonah Hill humor. Hey, you know what I want, guys? What's that? I want some Taco Bell. Oh my God, fucking Taco Bell! Come on. Oh man, there's you know you nothing better Taco than Taco Bell. Bell. You you know it, bro. Taco oh, wait, Bell is pretty right now, huh? uh, I'm I'm sure that yeah, they Taco are. Yeah, Taco Bell's closed. But you know you who know. isn't? Mo Margie's. Oh, Margie's. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Mexican food, something. Oh lord. Come on, admit that you're not craving it right now. You're not craving. Sounds good. But anyway, my final thoughts are, I really really like the pacing of this movie. I like the characters. Especially Red. Red and Saul are awesome. I mean, Dale Denton is pretty much the it's the perfect audience uh, avatar in many ways. That, that That's kind of what I think he is, kind of. He's an audience avatar. He kind of represents all of us, kind of. I like James Franco's portrayal of Saul. I, I like the way that he kind of brings up different stoner characters from back in the day. Like, I think there's even a little bit of an element of how high and... Uh, half-baked to his performance a little bit you know like jim brewer and like dave Chappelle and whatnot right robert oh yeah definitely and honestly i really like the action in this movie it, it was really a lot of fun and it's exactly what i expected it to be so yeah, yeah definitely see this movie ladies and gentlemen it's a lot of fun and get as high as you can as high as you can just like we are, right? I was like, okay, nobody brought up Harold and Kumar. It's got yeah, Harold and Kumar. It's got that exactly. feel. Oh, yes. it, it definitely <laughs> has a Harold and Kumar feel to it, yeah. except maybe just a little less 
surreal. Speaking of John Cho. Yeah, I was about to say, we, we, we did bring up John Cho. Yeah, with John yeah. Cho, yeah. yeah. And that's definitely his defining movie right there. That's yeah. his star turn. And that's another movie that we're going to eventually do on this show. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah we have that actually set up, right, for next season, right? I, I think so. That's going to be next year, one of next year's 420 episodes. Hey, you guys need to pick some movies, too. They did. Yeah, we, we they are, they we, picked a lot of movies. Oh, for we, already, we, have we already chose. Set up. We already chose yeah, remember that? Three. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you remember? I don't remember. Of course. It's because you got high, bro. No. Yeah, you got high. That's mm-hmm. why you forgot. It's because I'm getting I older. I totally forgot to put the interview on there, but it's okay. I'll save it for season four. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Because, I mean, I, I have yet to see that movie. Yeah. If you, ah, I love the interview. It's so, it's so good. You guys haven't seen that yet? Oh, it's great. I, I need to see it, honestly. The interview is amazing. Yeah. Bullshit! No. No. <laughs> no. Liar. What are you doing, man? He's a liar. He's lying to us, man. He's lying to phone. us. No, he's not. No. He knows my name. He knows my name. He's Talk acting weird. Boy. We can't let phone anyone, man. No, no. you're freaking no. out, no. man. You're no. paranoid. No. Talk Give to your boy. I do not Give trust you, sir. You're no. paranoid. He's acting weird. I'm not. Fred, I'm sorry, bro. I'm not here. Oh, Jesus. Holy cock. Fuck you. What are you doing, man? He's sorry. Oh, Jesus. Oh, herpes! Ow. I don't want to have to do this. Red, you're crazy, man. I'm about to devil in my house. We're friends. I know we are. That's why you suck. Are you on that mess shit again? Toilet. Flush. What are we doing this life? Echoes in eternity. Truth. this up uh we're going to first of all we're going to go ahead and celebrate our over 2,000 downloads that we have now oh, last yeah. i saw 2,068 downloads Ooh. that's right guys give yourselves a wow. yeah. hand did it yeah hey, we guys. did it bro did it let's make a mile mark okay okay all right we all get a collateral cinema tattoo once we hit 5,000 3,000 downloads 3,000 3,000 downloads that sounds good to me 3,000 downloads guys Hit us up by 3,000 downloads, and we will all get... You have to do it too, Robert. Don't, I know. I see you looking at me like that. <laughs> He's like, like, I, I don't know about tattoos, this. I don't man. know about this either. You're the only one that, I, besides me, that actually has tattoos. You should You should, You should. should be opposed. one tattoo, and I got that when I was like 18. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it, man. But Bo and, Bo and Dakota, y'all don't have any tattoos. <clears throat> nope. This, no, this one right here. Yeah. Look at that sexy beast. I've got... Some, some sweet, tasty ink. Sweet. This motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I just don't know what else to get, you know? It's like... Collateral like, Cinema. 
Willow yeah, right. Good. A collateral cinema. It's part of your life. Right? Subaru, some Subaru stars. What do you think? Yes. Maybe a shifter. There oh, you yeah. go. Maybe you go. the size of my engine. Okay, once again, we're being stoned and going on tangents. Damn it. Yeah, I guess. Four, happy 420, people. Happy 420, everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Christmas. Whatever whatever the significance of the date is. Cause yeah. Yeah. It's we, not we, Bob we, Marley's we, birthday or we death all, day. We all know about that. What, there is, there is I, I think actually we, some contention, though. I don't think anybody actually knows 100% why. Because a lot of people say Bob Marley's birthday or death day, but it's not that. No, it, <laughs> it, 420 started with this group of... Hitler's birthday. It, it was this group of uh, stoners that kind of turned it into a, into a meme. That's pretty much what it was. I, I think it just started from the time. Yeah. Then it I, I, the I, think that we, I think that we went to, over that in one of our... One of our 420 episodes. G4 discusses. Yeah, G G4. They I discussed mean, it on 420. Yeah, that's right. But just a group of kids going out, skipping school. Yeah, uh, and they started that whole meeting. Around 420. Yeah. So, you know, it's 420 somewhere. But <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, 2,068 downloads. We want to thank all of our followers and all of our listeners for that. You guys are fucking awesome. It's like we do expect many, many more to come. And you can find us on Chill Lover Radio. You can find the app on the iTunes App Store or Google Play. And also, we are on Podcoin now. Podcoin is quite interesting. I think we're going to have a promo at the beginning, so I'm not going to go too far into it. But find us on Podcoin and wherever else you get your podcasts at. And very soon, we're going to have some more content on Patreon. And also, we're going to have some YouTube content coming very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Ash, do you want to plug uh, Collateral Gaming, maybe? Yeah, actually, we also just joined on to PodCoin. I just submitted the form to claim the podcast, so we're gonna we're gonna be on that platform as well. Actually, we already are. You can you can find yeah, us on PodCoin, yeah. the podcast, but uh, we're gonna be able to take I'll, advantage of some of the member services with that, and that's yeah, exciting. Yeah. yeah, that looks like a really cool platform, and um, I'm glad to take advantage of that, especially since like Bo, you just recently joined to it, and you just say overnight we got a couple. Oh. Hundred we, yeah, we got a huge boost in our downloads just Jesus. from that. Yeah. Saying, so. so, yeah, definitely look on PodCoin. We encourage that you use your PodCoins for charity. And that's going to wrap things up for us right here. I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Robert Oregon. I'm Chancellor Ashley. <laughs> I'm Dakota Chancellor. And we are fucking stoned, ladies and gentlemen. God damn, we are going to get even more high and we're going to get more blitzed and all that good shit. Yeah, buttercream out.
Collateral Cinema is an L Company production. All music and movie clips are owned by the respective creators and are used for educational purposes only. Please don't sue us. We're poor.